0: Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023. Time is 9 on 01 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on one of another episode of The Bridge, episode number 176 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Cush, King Cush, it's all the same. Just here bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. Things that we talk about, things that we like to discuss. Uh, mainly for me, sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level. Things that's going on in our everyday lives. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to get back into. Um, Of course, we got war Ukraine updates as what's going on overseas, um, the death of a president, presidential, uh, assassination of a presidential candidate in Ecuador. Um, of course, Trump indicted for the fourth time. Warpete for him. Uh, California cannot not catch a break with all the you know, natural disasters that are going on right now in that state. Still praying for the people who are dealing with wildfires out in Hawaii. I believe President Biden is on his way there today. Uh, got some preseason uh, action in football to talk about. Um, some assassinations. Uh, 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 he, uh, shot and kill of a subject who was threatened. President Biden out in Utah. Uh, Jay Z decides uh, the Made in America Festival is possibly canceled this year. Uh, Zeke Elliott finds a new team. Dalvin Cook finds a new team. Shannon Sharp is going to join first take. Uh, Michael Lord suing his former family because uh, he's got the adoption pretty much was a lie. Uh, Tory Lane, uh, his sentencing. And other things that we're going to get into, but um, as I've started the sh- show the past two or three years, just because COVID is not in uh, global pain, uh, global emergency anymore does not mean it is still out there. People, please do not sit back and do anything. Sitting back and doing nothing is not going to be a solution to the problem. Listen, COVID is still out there. You can still get it, and once you, and if you get it, like I've had, my wife and my daughter had it. It is nothing to play with. It is very serious. So people, please. If you're not, I understand you may be opposed to getting the vaccine, but there's no, no other alternative to fight COVID but to get the vaccine. Side effects, I understand, can be serious. Side effects can cause major health problems, but until they find a better, but sit back doing nothing is not the solution. It's not the solution. So please, if you're strong enough, if you're eligible enough, if you're healthy enough, if you, if, you, if you face health issues, go get the vaccine. Go get the booster shot as soon as you're eligible. Not play around with COVID. COVID is still out there. It's just like getting the flu or the common cold. It's here. We got to deal with it. People, please do not take that seriously. Do not take that lying down. If you are uh, experiencing symptoms, please go to a doctor or go to your nearest hospital. Trust me, for somebody who has had it firsthand, it is not nothing to play with, and it's still out there. Um, the long Ukraine updates. Um, they had a latest air missile strike that took place over in Ukraine. I believe seven people were dead, 125 people were injured from a uh, missile strike that that took place over the weekend. Uh, President Biden, standing true to his word, he is asking Congress to donate at least 24 more billion dollars to assist Ukraine in this war. I can't even count how much money, since the start of this thing in February of 2022, how much money has been donated and given to the people of Ukraine. He's, He's asking 24 billion more. The, the amount of money that has been donated to this war to assist Ukraine is just, the numbers are just out there. It's just crazy. But he was serious in his statement. He said they are unwavering in their support of Ukraine. Other NATO nations, I'm pretty sure, are going to be giving money, weapons, and any other assistance that's needed for them to fight Russia in this war with Ukraine. Another first that took place at Camp David, speaking to President Biden, President Biden met with presidents of South Korea. Japan at Camp David last week during that summit, something that hasn't been done in a long time, with the presidents of South Korea and Japan along with the president of the United States sit down and have a meeting, shake hands, smile at the cameras, who knows what, we're talk, what, what was talked about, who knows what kind of treaties or agreements were made during that meeting, but uh, some people may say it's just a photo op, but first time in a long time that the president of the U.S. and president of South, uh, South Korea to uh, sat down for a meeting. Uh, definitely praying for the people of the, um, in the state of Hawaii who have been dealing with these massive wildfires that have took place in that state. I believe 111 plus people have um, are dead from these wildfires. Thousands of hundreds of thousands of people are still missing. They're sending all types of uh, rescue aids from um, Red Cross, EMS people, personnel people, fire people. Um, Getting so bad out there that the emergency management um, manager of services out there had to resign for a backlash that took place because of the um, response times. Uh, a lot of I think one source said that um, the cause of the wildfires out there was because of down power lines that caught that caught um, the down power lines that sparked the trees out there, which caused the um, wildfires. And at the same time, they were dealing with those wildfires in Hawaii. Um, it was a hurricane that was passing by underneath them, which was causing the wind of the wildfires and causing the smoke to be just circulating people to the point where they were just having to run into the ocean and just get away from it. Um, A lot of people basically, they're they're, saying it's going to be years, many years before they're able to rebuild or do anything. Um, A lot of people are basically going to have to just leave. Maui and other places, um, there's nothing left. That's the greatest wildfire that has taken place in that state in that state's history from what I've seen And this been in 40 years. I've never seen a wildfire hit that state like that. So uh, my prayers, thoughts are definitely going out to the people of Hawaii and the people who are assisting in that state. Uh, I believe, like I said earlier, President Biden and his first lady are headed to that state to assess the damage and offer any type of support that they can help they can get to the people in hawaii but it's just when it's around when it's a state surrounded by nothing but water it makes it difficult to get any type of um, assistance out there in a timely fashion so um also praying for the people in the state of california they are getting hit with mudslides rains floods hurricanes and earthquakes a 5.1 earthquake hit the state of california yesterday hurricane hillary uh, I believe this, uh, May landfall last night or early this morning as a Category One or tropical storm, but a lot of people still. I believe this is the first time in years that a tropical storm has hit the state of California. Um, they are getting hit with it. It was just. Uh, what's crazy is, is that three or four weeks ago, California, Arizona, Nevada, parts of Texas, they were dealing with blistering heat. They were dealing with 110 degrees plus every single day. They needed rain, they needed relief, and now it's just going from one extreme to the other because you go from blistering heat, now you're dealing with, they said they would they, in the next few days, they'll get an, a, a year's amount of rain in the next few days. So it's like, they cannot break. So all the people, including my grandfather who lives out there, I have a niece, and I have um, a niece that lives out there and with her mother, and I have a nephew that lives out there with his mother out in San Diego and San Francisco, so I am definitely praying for the people in the state of California because when you're dealing with natural disasters like that, there's no way you can run, there's no way you can hide. You're dealing with earthquakes, earthquakes floods, um, mudslides, hurricanes, all at once. There's literally nowhere you can go. Nowhere. So, Mother Nature is nothing to be played with, nothing at all. Well, this is, this is the daily dosage of of discuss once again it's like this man is getting indicted seem like every other day donald trump and his cronies uh he has been indicted for the fourth time this time by the state of georgia uh four felonies four charges he is looking at 91 total charges that he is facing it is unprecedented plus 18 other people in the state of georgia who are all facing jail time sometimes i believe they're supposed to surrender to the Fulton County Jail in Georgia sometime either Thursday or Friday. It is amazing. I it, 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 this man gets indicted like it's like it's any day that's, any day that ends in why. He's getting indicted every day. This is the fourth indictment in Georgia, Florida, New York, and I believe Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. This 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 is unprecedented. Yeah, you made history. As a president, you definitely made history, Mr. Trump, Donald J. Deflon Don, because this has never happened ever in the United States history. Since 1776 since this country became the country that it is and all that comes with it. This has never happened. This is unprecedented. This is, You made history. Congratulations. You made history. Everybody that supported you in this, Giuliani and everybody else that's going down been 18 people in Georgia, y'all are idiots. You all are just straight up stupid because there's no way you worked hard all your life school, get a job, become lawyers, become judges, become become parts of Congress. You did all of that and you're throwing it away over Donald Trump because these are felony charges. These are felony charges. These are mandatory. You're going to jail or you're going to, if not go to jail, you're going to lose your job at least. That's at least. You're going to lose your job. So all that years of working and going to school and, and paying back student loans or whatever you're in all those years that you spent in building your career, you just flushed it down the toilet, flushed it down the toilet in support of Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the man who should never been president in the first place. He wasn't fit. He was he was not qualified at all. Incompetent, inadequate, and just flat out ignorant. The man should never been president. You people are ruining your lives. People down in Florida hiding the documents. The people in Georgia messing with the elections. It, you're ruining your careers, your name. Every, those years that you worked to get in the position that you're in, you're willing to ruin all of that for Trump. My family and I yesterday, uh, let me, let me um, get on subject for a minute. My family and I yesterday went to Washington, D.C., and it was a great trip. We went down to the um, African-American Museum, the Smithsonian Museum. And if you get a chance, you need to go there because it's, it's a great exhibit, great, great place to visit. Um, all races, all cultures. I saw yesterday, I saw black, I saw Latino, I saw Asian, black people, of course, it's just a great place. It's a great exhibit, money, well-invested, great exhibit. Our people have come a long way by the grace and mercy of God. But as I was leaving Union Station after we got off the train and I walked outside, it when you walk outside the front colonnade of Union Station. Immediately, about maybe 50 to 100 yards in front of you is the US Capitol, it's right there. All I could see looking at the top of that Capitol was visions of January 6th. That's all that kept running through my mind. As I was looking at that Capitol yesterday, all I could see was January 6th and how these people vandalized, and and broke into and stole property and not and never forget this part that five to six people lost their lives that day. and this man was the is he instituted it. Yes he initiated it he fled, he fanned the flames he started it Donald Trump is responsible for January 6th. That's all I kept seeing when I was looking when I looked at when I when I got and when I looked around I saw the Washington monument and I saw the Saw the u.s Capitol. that's all i kept thinking about was january 6th january 6th that's all that kept running through my mind and he is responsible for everything that took place that day. so yeah four felonies wow. <laughs> unfreaking believable oh man well, i'm pretty sure I, I didn't get a chance to really talk about this but i will get into it now the montgomery alabama river river bro- boat brawl that took place five men were charged. No hate crimes were charged, but um, there have been plenty of memes, plenty of jokes about the, cha- uh, about the chairs and everything and, and how people just basically um, you know, one thing um, I would say to white people um, there's one thing you got to realize uh, this, this is not back in the day we're not taking it you come at one of us you're going to have to come at all of us especially if you want to jump into a race war, this is what it's boiling down to. We are sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're not going to say anything you want to say to us. You're not going to come at us any kind of way. So just be prepared. Let that, let that folding chair serve as a lesson. and Let that, let that, let that riverboat brawl that took place in Montgomery serve as a greater lesson of a warning. That if you come at one of us, you're going to come at all of us. We're not taking it anymore. We are fed up. We are sick and tired of racism. We are sick and tired of evil and hate in this country. And we're not going to deal with it anymore. We're not. So just be prepared. When you swing, you come at us. You talk crazy. You swing on us. You better be prepared for whatever the consequences that's about to go down. And from the video footages of the of the um, injuries that I saw that they took place, they don't want no parts of the smoke. Don't start. None won't be done. <laughs> um, I saw a heartbreaking situation. Um, that Mother was arrested and charged after her six-year-old son shot a teacher. I don't know if the teacher, I, think, I don't think the teacher died. But um, the mother was charged. The fact that the six-year-old was having problems at home, dealing with some things. And I guess the teacher may have said something that triggered it or that he felt like he, he was the teacher was picking on him or bullying him. I don't know, but we had a situation similar here in Philadelphia a few weeks ago where a two-year-old little girl, beautiful little girl was shot and killed um, because a gun was just laying around. People, please. I've said this time and time again. Don't leave your guns laying around where kids can get a hold of them. They think they're toys. They think there's just something they see in a video game or something that they see on television and not realizing that these are weapons that can be used to kill people. You need to explain it to them exactly like that. First of all, you don't need to leave a land around where a six-year-old can get to it. But you need to explain it to them. That's the worst thing you can do to a child is not fully explain or withhold information that they need to know. Stop lying to these kids. Stop omitting or withholding information. If they see a gun, they need to know that it's not a toy that can be hurt, that can be used to hurt or kill someone. They don't need to touch it. It's just like a hot oven. Leave it alone. If you touch that hot oven, you may burn yourself. If you touch that gun, you may hurt or kill somebody. And now you have a tragedy where this mother's being arrested and charged because of something her six-year-old son did. Got a hold of a weapon, I guarantee you, that was not secure, that was not locked away. People, please stop leaving your guns laying around with these kids, especially if you got kids in the house. Lock it and secure it away where they cannot get it. Please. Oh um, man. Well, this, this shameful governor in Florida, DeSantis, he fired a prosecutor who basically called him a dictator because of the situation that happened with the police, um, police shooting on the officer who was shot in Orlando. Community. Ago, saying that she was in her response time or her actions to arrest and prosecute the people who shot the police officer down in Orlando. Um, they've had problems before, so I guess this was, was just an excuse to get rid of her because she's an african I don't know. Basically, because she's an African-American woman, but I don't see him going after anybody else. The damn show didn't go after anybody. I don't know. Was he the governor at the time when Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin? I don't know. He may have been, but Basically, just anything that's associated with DeSantis, every decision he makes is just basically just the man He He's another one right up there Mitch McConnell, Trump, Giuliani, all these people, all these congressmen, all these people in Congress who are in positions of power who shouldn't be. And the people of Florida, especially if you're black and you're voting for DeSantis, shame on you. But it's just another case of a dictator opinion, abusing his power. So Again, um, just some worldly news that took place down in South America. A um, presidential candidate down there was assassinated weeks before the election. A lot of people think, well, a lot of people think it's a lot of facts that's surrounding this, saying that this is basically the cartel coming and doing what they do down there in Mexico and South America because the cartels run things down there. Anybody that's of age and anybody with common sense that knows about things in that, of that sort, especially when you're dealing with drugs, and the cartels down there, they run things. They are in charge, and even the police and local agencies down there answer, answer to them. So, the fact that you had a presidential candidate who was speaking out against cartels, who was speaking out against drugs, it's not a surprise that this man lost his life weeks before the election. So, no arrests were made, probably never will be made, but thoughts and prayers definitely go out to his family, because It takes a brave man, a brave woman or man down there. That's why you have millions of thousands of people who are are fleeing from down there, crossing the border to try to get into America. A lot of it was having to deal with the corruption and crime down there with the cartels because they don't want to be associated with it anymore. They don't want to live down there anymore. They, They would rather go through the hell of tracking, leaving that part of the country, that part of the world, and across the Rio, to try, to try, try to cross the border into into um, Texas, into the United States to get away from the hell that they've been dealing with down there. So, just my humble opinion. 75 year old Utah man was shot and killed last week. Um, made threats against President Biden because he heard Biden was coming to town. And basically said, oh, good, look who's coming to town. I got something waiting for him. And i and he intend to make the intend to make good on his thoughts um, the FBI ticket is credible they did not mess around with it they did not play around with it and they went to the man's home uh, basically to talk and see if they could get him to stand down and come in and get into custody he refused and they shot and killed him so 75 years old that's that's the way you choose to leave this earth but whether you I don't I don't agree. Me, anybody that knows me knows, I don't agree with Donald Trump. I don't support him in any form or fashion. But I'm not going to sit up here and just because I don't agree with him, just because I think he's a scum of the earth and a sick, twisted human being, that don't mean I want to see the man shot and killed. And just because you don't agree with somebody does not give you the right to make threats against people's lives, especially if they're the President of the United States. They are going to take that seriously. And he messed around, and he found out. Um, skin is some sports real quick. Uh, preseason football is in full effect. This is the second week. Um, my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to the rookie. I forgot his name. He was from Jackie, He was drafted by the Patriots out of Jackson State. Um, he suffered a very scary injury during the preseason game against the Packers. It was late in the fourth quarter, so they just suspended the rest of the game. Uh, they said he did have feeling in his lower extremity, in all of his extremities. He left the hospital in Green Bay and flew back to New England with the team. Uh, they are to, to the emergency personnel who are on these sidelines, uh, who are at the, on these courts as far as we, we saw what happened a few weeks ago with LeBron James, LeBron James', James son after he went to cardiac arrest. Yes, if you're in a strenuous, athletic activity, especially out here in this heat and humidity, you need emergency personnel there at all times. Pay them whatever they're asking for and then some because their jobs are not to be taken lightly. When you're in a strenuous activity, whether it's football, uh, training camps, or preseason, or bad camps, or anything where kids are out doing activities in this heat and humidity, you need a nurse a doctor, somebody there at all times. Pay them, what, like I said, pay them whatever they're asking for and then triple it because there's no, there should be no cap on their salaries because what they do in a matter of minutes down to seconds, how they are able to save people's lives just like that and get them the help and the assistance that they need is critical, it's important, and should never be overlooked and should never be ignored. To all doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, uh, EMS people, um, dispatchers, and who I, I'm a dispatcher myself. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being who you are. And thank you for the years of training and experience that you have in order to save lives and help people in critical moments. Because some of these instances, thank God you have personnel there. Because if you didn't, this this these these could be tragedies. And now these people are getting the assistance that they need. So thank you to all emergency personnel. Doctors all the way down. Thank you for your service and just thank you for what you do. Thank you. Um Ezekiel Elliott, speaking of the Patriots, Ezekiel Elliott signs a one-year uh, deal worth six million dollars. Uh longtime Dallas Cowboys, one of my favorite Dallas Cowboys, and I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Uh, yeah, he, Basically, every we all know it's a business and everything comes down to a money play. So, he signed a one year deal, looks good in training camp, he looks good in practice. So, I'm definitely wishing Ezekiel Elliott all the best. He will always be a cowboy. Him and him and Dak came in together and it was 2 1 4. So, you already know that's the area code of Dallas, Texas. So, hey, listen, I wish him all the best up in New England this season. Dalvin Cook, he signed a one year deal with the Jets. The Jets look like they are all in, of course. We all know that the Jets signed Aaron Rodgers during the offseason, and now they added Dalvin Cook, who was let go by the Vikings. I believe he just signed a basically a one-year deal. Basically, him and Zeke are on one-year prove-it deals because they definitely want to see if they can get at least one more long-term deal, so this is basically a prove-it season to show that they deserve a long-term deal. Zeke is only 28, and I believe Dalvin Cook may be 27, 28 years old, so they're not even at 30 yet, so they're basically both on one-year deals to show that they still have something left. Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay, Uncle Sharp, Uncle Sh- Uncle, Sh- Uncle Shannon. Oh, is joining First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. This is something if you love sports debate shows like I do. If you have been following these gentlemen for the last 10 plus years, you already know what they bring to the table. You already know it's going to be exuberant. It's going to be uh, boisterous. It's going to be demonstrative. And I'm all for it because these two guys, their their opinions, their 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 enthusiasm and passion for all things—not just sports—for all topics. You need you you can have to sit back and listen to them. And starting with the football season, season um, the regular season, it's getting ready to start. Shannon Sharp will join Stephen A. Smith on First Take, I believe, Monday and Tuesday during football season. And I hope that once Michael Irvin's situation is set settled, because it should have been settled a long time ago, because the man absolutely, absolutely didn't do anything wrong in that video. Hopefully, they were able to bring Michael Irvin back, because those were entertaining segments, and the chemistry that they had between Stephen A. and Michael Irvin was you couldn't match it. So if you could imagine Stephen A., Shannon Sharp, and Michael Irvin debating each other on sports topics every Monday and Tuesday during football season, that's yes, must-see TV if you love sports debate shows like I do. So definitely looking forward to seeing Shannon Sharp on first take this season coming up. Um, Michael Orr. Michael Orr, uh, the uh, former football player of the uh, Super Bowl champion of the Baltimore Ravens of the Carolina Panthers, and, of course, he went to Ole Miss. We all know his situation with the movie that came out, uh, The Bindside starring Sandra Bullock. Um, he's basically suing the Tully family, basically saying because the adoption was a lie an adoption, um, he basically felt like he was lied to the entire time. I don't think he saw a dime or any royalties or anything from The Blind Side, and basically he feels like that they lied to him as a bad attitude. They they weren't even his family. But he always had a disposition that he wasn't totally in gung ho about The Blind Side and how he was portrayed in the movie. And so basically, he feels like that he was shortchanged. The whole entire thing was alive lie. Of course, the Tui family said it wasn't. And they're, they're, I believe they're cutting ties with Michael Lord. But listen, if they did use him just for monetary gains, shame on them. Because that man, in a critical time of his life, was looking for something stable, looking for something solid as far as a family. And if that family saw him as a golden goose, if they saw him as a bill ticket, then I don't blame him for showing sure Because... If you saw the movie, some aspects of the movie was true because his, his his form his family life wasn't the greatest. And if they saw this as an opportunity to gain the money off of him and his struggle and his story, shame on him. They should he should assume. So anxious to see what happens with that um in the next coming weeks and the months in this situation. Other entertaining uh, entertainment news wanted to get into real quick. Tori Lane gets ten years for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Um, basically, man, it was attempted murder. Can't she go around shooting people? And so Tory Lane was um, starting his rap career and has a hits. And now all that means is for not. Because the next 10 years of your life, which is going to be mandatory, you're going to be in prison. So nothing else to say. He did it. <laughs> and now he's got to go to jail. So nothing else to say on that. Uh, Jay-Z is not having the Made in America Festival, which is always around Labor Day here in the city of Philadelphia. is being canceled this year don't know exactly why, but listen, sometimes you have to pull back in order to see if you want to keep it going or if you want to stop it altogether, and I also heard that the 40, the famous 40-40 clubs that Jay-Z made famous is uh, shutting down after 20 years, it was like one of those spots, it was one of those nightclubs slash sports bars slash concert halls slash places you wanted to be in, I believe, Atlantic City, and really, if I'm not mistaken, had yeah, one in Brooklyn and all over from certain other parts of York, so I had a good run. Hey, listen, jay Z is a businessman, and he understands sometimes when things are at his end, and 20 years is a long time in any aspect of any business, so, but Jay-Z being the smart businessman that he is, and successful man that he is, and when he's able to check his balances of his bank accounts and see the amount of zeros as far as the eye can see, I'm pretty sure he's, he's doing just fine. Some of these ventures and some of these cancellations are not going to hurt him at all so last but not least i want to say rest in peace to two people um dj casper out of chicago's own dj casper the creator of one of the most popular songs in music history the cha-cha slide he passed away at the age of 58 um yeah I've been dealing with cancer i don't know if it's stolen cancer or colon cancer or kidney uh, pancreatic cancer. But um he had he was on Good Morning America talking about his health issues and just talking about the impact of the cha cha slide. There's nowhere in the world that you put that song on because you, you can put it on in a concert, a club, a barbecue, a cookout, family reunion, anywhere in the world and there will be people doing the cha cha slide instantaneously on one accord. So he definitely made his mark. He definitely made his impact in the mu- in the music and in, wor- in the uh, in the world in general. So, definitely rest in peace to DJ Casper. Uh, thoughts and prayers definitely go out to his family. Also, um, last week Clarence Avant, the godfather of black music, black culture, muse, uh, movies, entertainment, you name it. Clarence Avant had his hand in everything, and everybody looked at him in advice. Everybody looked to him as an important advisor. Quincy Jones says something um, on social media, basically saying that him and Clarence go back 50-plus years, 40, 50-plus years. And if there's anything that, he, if he needed advice for anything, Quincy Jones is, is an advisor for everybody. So Clarence, him and Clarence Ravon were definitely tight. Um, yeah, he passed the, Clarence Ravon passed away at the age of 92. Of course, we all know the tragic situation that took place with the home invasion and the uh, murder of his wife. I believe it took place a couple of years ago. And so, and I don't know exactly if he, was, um, if he was sick or if he had been dealing with other health issues, but definitely a giant in the entertainment business, and he will be sorely missed. And like I said, any 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 aspect of entertainment, he had it, he had his hand in it or was advising those who did it. So he definitely left his mark. And um, rest in peace to him, and my condolences go out to his family. We all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. We can see each other as human, find common ground and interest, begin to pick each other's brain, and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge, you know, I'm Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush. I will be posting this to Spotify for podcasters, as well as my Twitter page and my Facebook page. Uh, People, please, summer is not over with, yes, stay hydrated. Stay, stay cool as much as you possibly can drink as much water stay safe and um praying for the people in hawaii praying for the people in california As they go through natural disaster, disasters at this time so talk with you guys next week until then have a good one stay safe peace